guys, welcome to the roundtable. My name is Corinne Bates. I'm the worship ministry leader here at Life. Over here is Jenny Walker. We've got the social media ministry leader. And in between us, we have Dr. Jesse Haft. Yay. Yay! Clappy hands. Use our clappy hands. Clappy hands? Yes, you do, because we were given these uh, clappy hands from Linda and Jem Gould. So we want to thank them for giving them to us. They're amazing. But what episode number is it? 112. 112. Did I not say that? I don't Oops. remember. I, I apologize. Don't know. And Norman. Is Norman is here today as well. And you might have noticed this is an all woman podcast yes. going on right now, which we're super excited about. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> but he was, when I was telling him that we were going to be doing it together. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, this is a episode that I'm going to need to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to uh, do good things for Mike. Course, Here we go. Do good things. So Jesse, I had asked you a question earlier. Yep. So the crazy, I'd asked her for a crazy, but true fact about yourself. And what is it? I actually had a songwriting contract with Big Machine Records. What was that about? He had a a, a, a songwriting song? contract okay. yeah. with Sorry. Big Machine Records. What yeah, is Big Machine an, Records? I had an offer to write songs for them. What? And I turned it down to go get my PhD. Oh my wow. gosh. Wow. Wait, That's so were amazing. you like really good at writing no. songs? No. <laughs> no. So how did that happen? I really happen? don't think I am. Uh, because I have zero musical talent other than like literally words and sometimes singing. Okay. That is my only, so I like, I'm not a composer. Don't ever ask me to play you a musical instrument. I will be like, ting, ting, ting. <laughs> like, I don't know how, I honestly feel like it was a fluke <laughs> and then meant to give it to someone else. But okay. So, so what's the backstory about that? So, so like, where were you at was, there was, So I was finishing my master's and, um, I, just started like playing around on YouTube and I submitted um, a recording of myself singing a Taylor Swift song. Which one? Which one? Um, the, the love story one. The oh, one, oh um, the fairy tale. Yes. yes. The old, oldies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, so anyways, I submitted that to America's Got Talent and they actually had me come on. I didn't ever actually, what? but I didn't make it on TV. Okay. okay so I'm, like I keep telling, I'm really not that good. Like, so <laughs> but you were there, you saw the, <laughs> but they you, brought you I on. That's so cool. Fairy, hey, like, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So wait, did you dress up or anything? No, I was super boring. Okay. I didn't make it on because I was very <laughs> late. I was like, I just want to be a singer. <laughs> like, so they did not choose me because huh. I was, I didn't have any cool stuff story you know what I mean like I was just like there's so many people that show up to those auditions Mm -hmm. and we're all the same like we can all sing and there's really not a lot of like things to make people stand out yeah Mm -hmm. you know like some really cool story and I didn't have that so but you obviously did because somehow you were asked to be a composer yeah wait not a composer like writer writer. okay okay Yeah. uh, And so they like they sent me like this little letter thing and like several people reached out and I was like, that's so cool. Also, just got a full ride opportunity to the (laughs) University of Kentucky (laughs) for soils. So I'm going to go do that instead because I would rather be rich and not famous. (laughs) 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 But I also that's fair. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. So tell us tell us your doctor. Yeah. So you turned it down to become a A doctor. doctor. Yes. Yes. So I can't save anyone's lives. Um, but <laughs> with soil, you can. With yes, soil, yes. I've got mm-hmm. you. So um, I got my PhD in soil science. And um, why? I, I really wanted to be a professor, like so bad. Okay. Because I, I really like talking in front of groups, even though I'm the 
world's most like awkward, <laughs> nervous human being. Um, if you meet me in person, I'm just like, <laughs> but I nervously talk. So it gives yeah, people, I get that. Uh-huh. It gives people the illusion that like, I feel comfortable. You're outgoing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, just rattling, like on my first date with my husband, I was like, this is my car. Yep. This is a door. If you open it, it's dirty. There's a dent over there. Yes. Sometimes it leaks water. And she was like, I'm going to go to my car now. And I was like, okay. But you're married. <laughs> yeah. So how did that work out? Uh, I somehow bamboozled him. I don't know. Like when I asked him, I was like, what are you like? What are your likes? And he's like, I don't know. I, I like ketchup. Because he was nervous too. Oh my gosh. So it was like a weird togetherness. <laughs> yes. We're like two awkward weirdos who just were meant to find wow. each other in the storm. I don't. <laughs> so a speaker. Yeah. Yes. So is that what so, you do? Yeah. I talk a lot in front of students. I'm a professor. And so I profess a lot about soils. Hmm. So poop. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, essentially worm poop. poop. Yeah, worm poop, worm poop, and and stuff that breaks down from rocks. Oh, I'm thinking of sewer like, and then soil. So, okay, this but, whole but time, the reason that you're thinking that because is soil, because like you soiled your pants. So like, oh, yes, yes. Like, so okay. You've got to look up soil your underpants. Yes. It's a study. They, they they buried a bunch of underwear in all these fields that are managed in different ways. And basically when they tried to find them like six months later, oh, it showed sick. like how microbiologically diverse the soil was based on how it was managed. So like there's this whole ecosystem I could go on for. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, so yeah, like dirt soil. Ew, okay. I get it now. But there is some poop in dirt soil. I get it now. Is because I also like, I do a little side business with septic. Oh, so I'm so getting the two. That's right. The yeah, diva. Yeah. yeah. Diva yeah, what? Dirt diva. Dirt diva. Dirt diva. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huh. But so. so did you grow up wanting to work with soil no. or how did that Not happen? Yeah, how did that I grew up about? wanting to be a large animal vet. I wanted to be a beef cattle vet. I went to school for that. I was very good at it. I lived like the beef unit. I grew up on a cattle ranch. Like I love cows so much. I don't know how I didn't end up in that. <laughs> like anyone who knows me growing up is like, wait, you don't have cows? What? Um, I just, like, in my last semester of undergrad, I took a soils class and was like, wow, this is fun. I should, like, explore this a little. So then hmm. I did a master's in it, and they had me teach classes, and I really liked listening to myself talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> so I started um, just kind of working towards that instead. And honestly, to this day, I could there's a big part of me that still wants to go to vet school, mm-hmm. but like I love soils, and I mean I'm 39, so what's the <laughs> hey? It's <laughs> never, to, never too late. Never too late. Too late. It's no. true. It's true. I guess I have actually had students who are like in their 70s, and I'm like, you are amazing. Yeah. Like, what do you think the biggest like soil misconception is for like the common the commoner, mm-hmm. like us lay people? Okay, so like thinking it's poop. <laughs> no, actually, that's the first. is that you're that's common. First. No, no, I'm the first. You're the first. Wow, <laughs> that makes me feel really special. <laughs> you are special. Thank Jenny. you, thank you. Um, so probably the biggest misconception is the term dirt. Um, even though I use it as my business name, um, most people think that soil and dirt are the same thing, but actually, dirt is like inert, unbiologically active soil. It's like soil that's been misplaced like oh. on a tire or dust in the air or so it's not actually doing it dirty yes yes okay your shoes okay get dirty right but you're walking on soil interesting hmm. yeah so that's probably the biggest misconception okay. 
Also, everyone always thinks that all um, like my PhD is in gardening, which I love to garden, but it's not. Are, is there such a thing as PhD uh, in gardening? Well, yeah. If you want to be an agronomist. Wow, I've never heard of that. Say that word again. Agronomist. 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 Yes, or a crop scientist as well. Like those are probably Hmm. more inclined to to have a PhD that would be more interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I always am so like blown away how much goes into so many different things. Like I'm sure like having a PhD in soil is so helpful for like farmers or Mm -hmm. yeah for cattle and different things, but like. Like I, I would never think of that. Of like, oh yeah, let's like take apart the soil and look at it. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but it, it's probably foundational to yeah, irrigation and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, life like, of plants. It's so but, fun. I love it. So yeah. when you're teaching these classes, who are you teaching them for? Like, what will mm. they eventually become? So a lot of them are like natural resource specialists or. Um, people who are going to work for the Department of Natural Resources DNR officers okay. take a lot of my trainings. Um, health departments across the state. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have to have some knowledge of soil science. Uh, there are people who take it who are going into like water quality, um, like because there's a huge relationship between soils yeah. and water. Mm. So stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. I, I've had a couple like biology majors, wildlife management majors. Um, I had a, a music major once. Um, that was kind of fun though. That's really I, weird. I was like, how did you end up here? But I love that you're here right now. Yeah. Like, so. We can talk about Taylor Swift. Yeah, I love Taylor Swift. Did you go to her concert? I really wanted to. You didn't? I have too many children to buy one yeah. of those tickets. <laughs> yeah, tell us like maybe it. like a little bit about yourself and oh, things you're interested yeah. in right now. Um, I love peacocks. I have a- <laughs> Is that your favorite animal? It really is. Right now so you have a peacock? I have eight of them. They're oh, allowed wow. in Indiana. They are, yeah. Like on mm-hmm. your own property mm-hmm. instead yeah, yeah, of the yeah. zoo. Yeah. How do you get a peacock? Um, so one of my former students gave me some, <laughs> some chicks because, so we took a field trip to his farm. And when I opened their barn to hide mm-hmm. from the rain, there was like all of these peacocks in the rafters. Meant to be. And I was just like, oh, you know, like, they're so beautiful. And um. Then they gave me some chicks and I raised them and all of them are named Pierre because I can't tell them apart. <laughs> and then I bought some more after that. And so that's our our biggest male. His name is Pickles Cool Ranch Dorito. Oh, um, that's cute. Pickles Cool Ranch Dorito and Pierre. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And Pierre, one, two, three and four. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're so fun. Yeah. Hmm. And, and then, um, like probably my biggest hobby is chasing around our very large family full of children. Um, and how many kids do you have? So six total. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't have all of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, no, no. I, I co-parent, mm-hmm. um, my husband was married before me, so I've got four amazing bonus children. Mm. Um, and then, uh, we had uh, twins together. So hmm. the two-year-old twins. Um, two-year-old twins. Yeah. Wow. It's so much. They're so much fun and so wild and so amazing and I never sleep. So I bet. <laughs> <laughs> if I see you and I'm like, that's why. Um, it's 100% them. Twin life. Do you have twins in your family? 
Yes. Is it on the like mom's side or the dad's side? I can't remember. Both for me. Oh, it's on both wow. for you? There's just like nothing but twins in my family. So you kind of knew that you might have twins? And I've always wanted them. You like, have? Since I was a little girl, I was like, please, can I So they are, are they twins? identical, fraternal? They're fraternal okay. boy-girl twins, McKenna mm-hmm. and Oh, boy-girl? Mm-hmm. Aw. Yeah, they're the best. I've always I wanted to be a twin. Like yeah. an identical twin. Mm-hmm. And then like, People would never know. be able to tell you apart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then I would go in and if she was smart, hopefully... <laughs> You know, yeah, and didn't have yeah, she, she could go in and do everything, <laughs> or go on a date with me with somebody, and then you know, and then I wouldn't be so weird. Listen, if we ever went on a road trip, we would get nowhere. Nowhere. Oh my nowhere. gosh. I'm serious. Okay. So I actually think ADD is a superpower. It really is. I really do. Like, no, it is. So you have it too. Yes. Okay. I thought. One hundred percent. Okay. I thought so. I Man, I'm the odd one out. Nick's got. <laughs> don't you got ADD over there too, buddy? Yeah. Pretty much all of us um, in this room. Sorry, friend. <laughs> Speaking of ADHD, okay. Yes. We're gonna take it way back for a second and we're gonna go in my question book. So we haven't been in this since the first season, late to my clapper, but we're gonna go ahead and use it anyways. So I'm just gonna scroll through this and what I have in my hand for everybody that is listening is my dating book. And it is actually my old dating book. I had to find it, but it is a bunch of questions and they're super fun. And so we're just gonna get to know you really quick in a speed dash question way. Oh, yeah. I think they can kind of see Norman. Norman. Well, I just feel like we didn't you introduce stand? Norman. Oh, we didn't introduce so Norman. Sorry. This is, yeah, Mike. This is Norman. Can you look he, over there? He is our other co-host, Mike. Yeah. Yes. I don't know where, <laughs> you, I don't know where you're going. Okay, he I'm is. Sorry. And he sorry. is Corinne's dog for yes. everybody that is listening. All right. I'm going to okay. just going to sweep through and tell him I'm going to stop. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Ready? Go. Go. Stop. So stop. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to just tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. Where would you film an action adventure movie? An action adventure movie? Where would you film it? The Bahamas. The Bahamas? Barcelona. Barcelona. (laughs) That would be amazing. Listen, I just was listening to this podcast and you know the new song with Jason Aldean and how it's becoming this whole big Mm -hmm. thing. Well, they had the lynching wherever he had picked his... Or, well, it really wasn't even him that picked the spot. It was his, like, producers or somebody. But now they're saying that he picked the spot because it was in this place in Georgia Mm -hmm. and it was lynching and it's racist. But you want to know what's really funny about this song? There is nothing in the song I don't that, know that I've ever heard it to be honest. It's it's new. It's a new song. Oh, it just it came is. out. It came out in I've May. I've never really been a Jason Aldean fan to be Me honest. either. I don't like country. Oh, but you I haven't so, heard this I love old country. But you haven't heard this on the news or anything. So I've so I've seen a couple of things but I haven't actually like clicked on it. Okay. So, so it's be a big deal. Yeah. They're like saying he's a racist and all these things. But anyways, there is nothing in the song that has mm-hmm. any indication that of race, like none. Oh. So everybody's making this big deal, saying he's super racist. And I mean, it's become like this huge thing, which is completely ironic because rappers, what do they rap about? Murder and gangbang and, um, you know, all that crap. But, which is true, like they all do that. But anyways, it's just insane. They took the perception of just hearing. So it starts out with him saying, it's a small town. It's like, this wouldn't happen in my small town or don't come to my small town or something like this. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about, Nick? I know you do. Yeah, he absolutely does. But they're like, come to the small town and I'm going to shoot you up. Basically, they're protecting themselves. But anyways, that was so you you wouldn't film an action film in a small town or you would film. Oh, I would. I would film it at this lynching spot. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, but the story is like he had no idea that's what it was. And they're making this whole big deal because his hometown's in Georgia. But no, I would film my adventure movie 
in the Queen's Palace. Oh, okay. That would be pretty cool. Right? Right? Yeah. I know. Okay. All right. We're going to do one more. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Tell me when to stop. I'm going. Stop. Okay. Now tell me when to not move my hand. I'm talk about Jason Maldini's <laughs> song again. I don't stop. Okay. What is your favorite and least favorite? Oh my gosh. We can't ask this question. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'll just ask anyways, but we're not going to answer. It says, what is your least, what is your favorite and least favorite time of the day to make love? Oh, <laughs> we're going to find another one. Yep. <laughs> How many hugs do you need a day? A thousand. I am totally a physical affection, yeah. love language all the way. I'm like my poor husband, he's an introvert. So I exhaust him <laughs> and I, I'm like always touching him and yeah. I'm basically Velcro. What about you? Mm, it depends on who it's from. Yeah. Mm, I, I don't fair. like hugs from everyone, that's but fair. people who are like, who it's meaningful or they don't like giving hugs, but they give me a hug. Like mm-hmm. That's always Such meaningful. And, yeah. Yeah. I want to, um, I want to amend my answer. To <laughs> that, said, yeah, same. Like, there's only like, there's a select yeah. group of people who may hug me indefinitely right. throughout mm-hmm. the day. Right. That's how I feel. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take it back to your childhood. Oh, yes. So back when you were growing up, Jesse. yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you grow up in the church? Like no. what did God look like in your life during I that time? Okay. So the only thing I knew about God was what I read in a picture. Read. I did not read it. I saw a picture <laughs> book behind my babysitter's um, couch one time and it like had pictures of like lava and stuff. From, oh. like, the seven days of creation, or, you know. Huh. And, um, no, I don't know. <clears throat> so I, that was what I knew about God growing up. My like, I was not raised in the church, adamantly not at all. Um, and so when I was in uh, high school, one of my friends was like, hey, do you want to go with me to youth group? And I was like, are there cute boys? <laughs> <laughs> that's and, that's the true reason why we all go right. to youth yes, group at first. And, <laughs> for sure. And uh, the only cute boy that I saw there had a girlfriend. So I was like, this is no longer fun. Um, and then I went a couple of times in high school, actually went on a mission trip, did not know Jesus, went on this mission trip to build houses in Mexico. Oh, wow. Um Wow. I wasn't even a member of their church. I have no, I think they were just trying to save me. <laughs> I needed it. Um, and then a uh, couple times in college, you know, had like a couple interactions with people, but I always like prayed and um, I don't know how I knew God when I didn't know God, but I did know God. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Like I, I, I remember, you know, like, a lot of people, whenever I was having a hard time or I was heartbroken, I was like, God, please, yeah. please send me a nice boyfriend. Like, <laughs> you know, the, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, so the concept was there. The yes. concept was yeah. there. Um, but you just didn't know who you were praying to. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then one of my friends, uh, mom, uh, she had a Bible on her coffee table and it was a study Bible. And so I kind of read a little bit of it when I was there because um, she picked me up from the airport. It was Ben and I was in Kentucky, blah, blah, blah. Um, cause I grew up in California and I went oh, to school. Yeah. So I, I moved to Kentucky with like nothing when I was 25, like, oh, like a suitcase, a guitar. I didn't know how to play. Don't, I don't know why I, <laughs> I keep carrying this music. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. I don't know how to play it. So um, you were born and raised in California mm-hmm, then. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am. No, I, I'm not a crazy Californian. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there. Uh, yeah. I grew up in a very small town in the middle of nowhere um, with cows. So many cows. More cows than people. So, um, and I like guns. So, <laughs> we got that out of the way. Yeah, there we go. 
<laughs> misconceptions. Yeah, seriously. Um, so I would walk by this church every day in Kentucky and I was like kind of reading this Bible on her table. And so I was like, I'm going to go check this out. And so I started going, um, and they baptized me and I like started to really have a relationship with Jesus. And then somebody was like, Hey, did you know that the uh, world is only so many years old and (laughs) that nothing you're learning at college is right. And I immediately, which no offense to anybody who believes that, but at the time I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> and so I stopped going to church. Wait, what do you mean? Like somebody literally from the church sat me down and was like, I know you're probably learning about geology in your PhD program, but we need oh. you to know that the world is only mm-hmm. 2000 years old, no matter what they tell you, blah, blah. And I was like, what kind of church was it? Uh, some kind of Christian. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't get that far. <laughs> they were super nice. Like mm-hmm. they, and then you know what they were doing? The work of the Lord in a lot of ways. Like right. maybe that instance wasn't like the best delivery, but mm-hmm. they really were doing like the work of the Lord. Like they fed me when I didn't have food. Like they were my family when I had just moved to Kentucky and I had nothing and wow. no one. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have a car. Like they were so kind. Um, Why did you move to Kentucky? Just ask that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I got an email in like the middle of July saying, if you can get to Kentucky in two weeks, um, you have a full ride scholarship to get your PhD at the University of Kentucky. So Mm -hmm. I sold everything I owned, including my car, and I packed a suitcase and took this guitar I didn't know how to play. I bartended for a week at the fair, made $200. Um, My grandma bought my one-way ticket flight. The Someone who worked at the college picked me up at the airport, dropped me off at my university apartment. I wow. had, I went to the dollar store and bought like a cup and a plate and a spoon and, a, <laughs> like, and I, I packed a, one of the things that I packed in my suitcase was a blanket. Hey, that's so, smart. Like, and huh. it was a furnished apartment. So like I had oh, like wow. nothing, like it was just me and like. I didn't even have the internet yet. So <laughs> I can't even say it was me and the internet. Um, so I started like walking to work. It was across the street. Um, walk, would walk by this church all the time. So anyways, that was my first introduction to Jesus was at that church. So you and just walked into the church. Like what led you? There. Like, were you having a day where you, I was so lonely? Like was something building sad. up before? Okay. Yeah. Like I was scared. Like I had never really left my family. Yeah. Like I was 2,600 miles away from everything I'd known. I was like this broke, broke, broke college student. I was heartbroken because I had like ended this long-term relationship that I really thought was going to be like the rest of my life. And, you know, at that point <clears throat> I just, I, my heart was crying out to God mm-hmm. and, and I started to lean into him and then went right back out of it. And um, I would talk to him, and I remember reading Psalms. I still have the Bible they gave me, mm-hmm. and there's, like, three highlights in it. <laughs> so you went back um, out of it after that 2000? Okay. I did, yeah. So I what did. happened after that? Um, I finished my PhD program, met a wonderful man, and— Is um, he who you're married to today? Nope. <laughs> But he's part of the story. He's part of the story. An integral part of it. He's actually, I I hate to give him this credit, but he's a part of how I got saved. Okay. We were supposed to get married on the 4th of July in 2015. And Mm. on June 30th, we called it off. Uh, He had met someone else. Mm. And uh, we had like 375 people that were supposed to come to our wedding. Oh, wow. Yeah. On June 30th. And you were getting married on. (gasps) It was 
horrible. I and was you had okay. no idea. I had no clue. So for like two weeks leading up to that, he had been like off and he kept dragging his feet about getting the marriage license. And I was like, the wedding is next week. Like, yeah. We have to get it. Like what is going on? And he was having like, I had, even though I didn't really know Jesus, I wanted to have premarital counseling, mm -hmm. even though we were living together. Like I was doing nothing right. Just, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, we, it, like the signs were all there, but I was just like, oh, we're getting married, you know? Like, yeah. Um, and we never really fought or anything. So there wasn't really like this big thing. Hmm. So it's, even though all the signs were there, it just hit me out of nowhere. Um, so long story short, we called off the wedding. I was not okay. Yeah. Uh, months before that, we had gone to this church and I had left my information on like a newcomer card mm -hmm. and the pastor had called and left me a message. And I, for whatever reason, his name was Eric, not my, not my current husband, Eric, yeah. different Eric. <laughs> he, he had called me and left me a message and I had saved his contact. Interesting. Which that's, I had. Yeah, that's I, weird. Yeah. And it was a very like charismatic church. So I was freaked out. I was like, there's a lot of dancing. This mm -hmm. is weird. Mm -hmm. um, which is really funny now. Because that's like <laughs> totally my jam. Um, <laughs> so I was like, not okay. Like I, I would, I would definitely admit to suicidal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, long story short, I actually heard the voice of God and he saved my life. And I called Eric and I met with him and we started meeting every Tuesday and he explained to me like why they worshiped the way they did, but that, that I didn't have to do that. Um, he showed me in the Bible where there's verses that support that. I started going to church. I got saved. I got, um, I almost said I got married to Jesus. I mean, I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got baptized in a hot tub in someone's backyard nice. in my wedding dress. That sounds amazing. Yeah. In your wedding dress? In my wedding dress. <gasps> That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. So take us back yeah. to that moment when you heard God. Um, so what was going on in that time? That was... Uh, like, where were you at? What was happening? Like It was not good. It's like not we, a good part of the story. I was knocking on... So I, I am very... I'm, I'm very like comfortable with power tools. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually knocking on the ceiling to find a beam to put a hook to hang myself. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I actually was fully planning on killing myself and, um, I just, I heard his voice. Like it almost brings me to tears thinking mm -hmm. about it. Like, and it was terrifying. It was actually like, yeah. like I, I often talk, oh, it's so sweet. It was the greatest moment. It was so terrifying. Like it was this booming, scary drop on your knees immediately. Like not, I guess scary isn't the right. I know. understand what you're saying. You like fear I mean? of the Lord, yeah. essentially. Like, uh, yeah, like oh my like, gosh, what am I doing? Is God, there is nothing else. Yeah. That is all I yeah. want out of life is that voice. Hmm. But also like I bow down to you like immediately. Like you don't want me to kill myself, Kay? <laughs> I will not. So then what um, did you do after that? Like after uh, that moment? I, I, I went to my phone and I just, I immediately went to Pastor Eric. Okay. And he said, if you meet me at Cafe Royal, which is um, in uh, Newcastle, um, it, can you meet me there in a few minutes? And wow. so I went down and I met him and it saved my life. Sorry, I'm getting like emotional. No. It was the most beautiful thing. Like, like if you see like all that heartbreak that you went through yeah. with, well, I don't know. Like he leaves you're the like, 99 to find the one. Right. And I'm the one. Right. Like in that instance, like yeah. I was the one. I, I wouldn't be here if it, if it weren't for God. Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't. 
Mm-hmm. Like he put me in a church to meet this man and save his contact because he knew that there was going to come a time in the near future where I I would need him. Mm-hmm. That's how much he loves us. Like it's incredible to me. And I'm I'm a scientist. Like I'm a very factual science oriented like none of this makes sense like yes if i told a psychiatrist <laughs> this they'd be like so you're hearing voices yeah that's cool but like, <laughs> but like that's there's nothing about god that has to make sense he mm-hmm. just is yeah if it he made is. sense it he wouldn't be god exactly that'd so. be too easy Wow. It just, yeah. It just makes me think like if you wouldn't have went through, like you had to go through the horrible breakup to meet that guy. Yes. Cause was that his church, your ex? So it was his, he grew up with someone who was his best friend and their family had gone there and was really close with the pastor. And they told us we should be going there because we were doing our premarital counseling with them. So he wasn't a Christian church. He was just not, Actively. He didn't have a relationship he, with God. Yeah, okay. he wanted to. He just wasn't really living it out. Neither of us were. Right. Like, and not judging him at all. In Indiana? Mm-hmm. So yeah, what, how did Castle, yeah, Indiana. the move from Kentucky oh, to Indiana? Yeah. So at the end of my PhD, I got an email, and there was, like, a part-time job. At Man, you've state. had these emails. I know. Great emails. emails. <laughs> I know. Like, there's so much God in my story. Mm. Like, um, I, I had an email for a job, and it was a part-time job, and I just wanted the practice. Yeah. The interview. So I took... And what you was know, the job? It was for Ball State to be— uh, What you are now? Yeah. Okay. But it was a part-time position, and I told them I didn't want a part-time position. They said, well, what if we made it full-time? And I'm like, that sounds great. And then the year after that, they opened a permanent position, and I applied wow. for it, mm-hmm. and I took it, and now they're stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. Because <laughs> I got tenure. <laughs> <laughs> they had no idea what they were doing when mm-hmm. they signed that paper. <laughs> so that all happened here in Indiana. Yep. Okay. So when did you meet your now husband, Eric? Mm, Yeah. Okay. So I was like straight up only dating Jesus for three years. So So after the, I come to Jesus Mm -hmm, moment like mm -hmm. that, I was like, no more men, Uh not forever. But like, I just, I, I literally prayed. I said, Lord, I want you to put me in like a secret little cove. (laughs) (laughs) The Jesus bubble is what it's called. You you get a lot of those at rehab. (laughs) Just saying. It's true. (laughs) But I like, I, I just prayed. I said, none but the one I want none but the one. So just keep me in a bubble. I don't even want to want to date until you release me. Did you have like a specific prayer that you would pray like over your husband? Oh no. Mm -mm. Or just like about like, I I mean, you say just just vaguely. I, I just would, um, I was, so I was leaning on Isaiah 54, which talks about like the brokenhearted woman who's like left behind. And it's like, you know, supposed to represent Israel, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. For me, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, you. Yeah, it was me. Mm. So um, I would just pray that like, I would just not be interested until the right one came along. And after three years, I was like, <laughs> I, w- I was both like annoyed, but yeah. also like I could get used to this. Yeah, This is great and amazing and wonderful, but also are you actually going to bring me a husband? But also I'm okay with this and I never want to date again. But I'll, And so anyways. You just long- said my inner thoughts from yeah. like this <laughs> morning. Literally, I'm, I get it. Yeah, because like how old were you? I, I, I'm 39 now. But how old were you then? I was 30 when you met your- when okay. I met my yeah. husband. Yeah, so I'm yeah, 32. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's so like, right what there. the heck? Yeah, yeah. At 32, I was like, but I want to have children. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm yes. running out of time. Yeah, geez, yeah. like the, to- the clock is yeah, ticking, like man. Cheese and crackers, Did that man, make you stressed show. out even more? Yes. Because I'm like, I feel like I should be 
getting yeah. on with this, but yeah. also like I don't want to do the wrong one again. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So it was like sometimes I felt anxious, but most of the time I was like, yeah, this is cool. I could do this. I had my little princess palace, like the Lord gave me <laughs> yeah. a house, and I loved it. I mm. lo- I could have just like stayed there forever. So it, uh, yeah you're everywhere when you're in your single. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then it like started lifting and it was like, Oh, it's time to date. Really? And I was adamantly against online dating and that's where I met my that's, husband. Okay. See, <laughs> was so against it. So I was like, and when the, I, so I felt the Lord telling me that I was supposed to go on match.com and I was like, no, <laughs> I will not window shop for a husband. <laughs> That is what it is. It is. That's what it is. Like. It is. Yeah. Swipe. Swipe. Yep. Yep. Yes. And so that's where I met Eric. He's so cute. So did, were you? What did you think when you saw his picture for the first that time? He was so cute, and it was an old photo. He totally catfished. So me. did he? <laughs> I mean, he was cute in person, but that was an old. What photo was his bio? Sure. Uh, Do you he, remember? Something about like You know, I have it all in my phone somewhere. Oh, that's he, amazing. Like, something about kayaking, love the outdoors. He does not. He does <laughs> not. <laughs> Maybe he did like back in the day. He did. He for a little yeah. while he liked like kayaking. Like his like, old picture. When he was single. Yeah. When he was single, he went out and did things. <laughs> Men take horrible pictures anyways. Yes. So I yeah. mean you can all see of their picture. From, like mud things, like the those mud dashes. Oh, what are they called? Um Spartan. What races, you're doing? Those kinds oh, of tough you're, mudder? Yes, She's yes. doing a tough hey. mudder this weekend. He did a bunch of tough mudders. Okay. And like so that's where all his pictures were from. And oh. I was like really big into lifting. Mm-hmm. I like um I did strong. You were? Mid. Yeah. I did so why don't you anymore? Um because I You have six punches of champs you can now. That's I, true. Yep, I'm we'll see excited. you. So yeah you will actually because <laughs> I, I love working out. I so I I blew out my back uh, at a competition in two thousand and sixteen or seventeen or something like that mm. anyways Ooh. but I'm I'm good now I was actually miraculously healed well hey we've got a, uh, a Spartan Deca event coming up we this do. weekend this plug, weekend plug. yeah we here. do it's right here yes Okay, I'm gonna come cheer you. Yes. on. Friday and Saturday. I'm gonna come cheer you on. Okay. So I I loved competing. Like it was like, you, so yes. much fun. Like, and we're gonna have an Amazing Grace, so you mm-hmm. can prepare for yes, Amazing wait. Grace October. There you go. Yep. Twenty eighth. Yes. Twenty eighth. Awesome. Or 27th? 29th. 28th. Yes, that was right. 28th. 29th. 28th. It's really close. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's for cancer services (gasps) is like, is what the money's going for. So you can use your six punches and then get a membership. I love this And then do it with us. Okay. You can be my partner. There's also a- You want to be my partner? Okay. No, I'm like- I was going to say, there's also a grown night class, I think. There is. Exercise your faith. I love this plan. See? This is so good. There. Fitness. Yes. yes. No, it is so important. I know. I need to get back in it. Me too. Me too. Bad. Anyways. Same. Okay. That story so, that we I were on. where I was at. Mm-hmm. We were talking about your husband. We are at uh, so 34 cute. minutes. Okay. So oh, my you, goodness. So you met your husband at Match.com. He catfished yeah. you. He's so cute. Uh, he was he was really sweet in person. We've talked like for hours on the phone for like a week or something. So you just like clicked. We really was did. he the only person that you nope those dated were mistakes. Like at that time, no, you no. okay. So I, I went to coffee like once or twice before I met him, and one of them completely stalked me. Like he didn't know who I was, and he found where I lived and where I worked, and sent me flowers and all this crazy stuff. See, now terrifying. you do the social media stuff stalking, but you don't do that. That's that's a no. It was really scary. Wow. Yeah, and he actually continued to call me until we were together. Like my husband and I were together for at like month six. He was continuously calling me, and finally I just handed the phone to my husband. So. 
was he right before your husband? Mm-hmm. Like I literally went on one coffee date with him. That is so interesting. Minutes, and he showed up and I, and like, that's almost like, like no. the devil was trying to like stop Absolutely. you from meeting your husband. So 100% I believe in that. So Eric is a Christian then. Okay. Yes. So do yes. you found that you like getting together that strength in your relationship with God? Like how did that work out? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, um, anybody who's married knows that like, as you, as you change your life to be not about you and about you as a whole, as a union, it's really hard. And so, and not because of like incompatibilities or anything like that, just because by nature we're selfish. Mm -hmm. Like that's just the part of sin. Even if you're an unselfish person, there's still parts of you that are selfish. And so it's hard the first couple of years to be married. And then when you throw in that we are not a part of a perfect design, he had been married before, he had children with somebody else. We're learning to co-parent. We're learning to parent together. We're learning to manage You're Larian's parent. Yeah. Like zero to four children. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. They're so amazing. They're like literally the best kids ever. I love them. Anyways, um, like so many, I hear so many people like say that they don't like their like I, I hate the word stepchildren. It's uh-huh. not a word. It shouldn't be a word. They're bonus. Like, yeah. You're lucky to have them in your mm-hmm. life. Anyways. So. Um, That's a whole nother rant. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, and I know we're like running out of time. It's so okay. Feel, don't feel the pressure. Oh, the pressure is high. <laughs> There's so much I need to tell you. Yeah, I know. Part two. We'll <laughs> Part have to get two. you back on with Mike. I, I, we will for his sure. His definitely. Laugh is so infectious. Like, it when is. When I listen to it, I'm laughing in the car and I wasn't I know. Like, laughing until you laughed. But anyways. Um. Okay, what I do want to ask you, though, is um, when did you start coming to life and how did you get here Mm -hmm. and all of that? So um, we were at a different church in town. They're awesome. Love them. Right. Um, But the pastor left and I was like, well, you know, um, I really want to stay connected. And so I came here for a couple of weeks while and I knew a lot of people who were already here. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I'm really good friends with the Ellers. Um, And so I like just kind of like fit right in perfectly. And I was like, you know what? This is a, I I connected so well here. Um, I didn't even know I was looking for this. And so I stayed. Wow. Yeah. And when was that? Uh, January or December. Of the, oh recently yeah, 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 really yeah. recently yeah yeah so I think it was December well, it is almost yeah. August which oh <laughs> it's crazy it, feels like, it yeah. doesn't been like it does. seven, it feels like February months, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. wow yeah we've been here like eight nine months wow hmm. all right what is the best advice you have ever been given in your life wow Jenny. deep that is <laughs> read the Bible every day. <laughs> Wow. Clappy hands. That is so great. Wow. I don't even think I would have came up with that. All right. We are at 37 minutes. Corinne, question time. Oh, wait, no, Nick. Question time. Nick's got the question. I'm sorry, I made you really nervous. (laughs) You did. I got scared (laughs) already. (laughs) Question time. All right. We've got a few questions. The first one is from Chris Shell. Chris Shell. Hey. Chris Shell wants to know. It's a pretty name. He says, you can see God's beauty all around us. Do you also see it below the surface? Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I like that question. Yes. So I actually huh. feel like when you meet people who are carrying the spirit of the Lord, you recognize that before you recognize anything about them. So in that sense, 100% the beauty of God is below the surface. Like below the surface? Like, you like internally? Yeah. Okay, but what about um, 
like physically, not physically, but like the dirt, the soil. Oh. Yeah, I think that's what they meant. Uh, but, but also, I yes. never even thought about that. That was uh-huh. a great question <laughs> or answer. <laughs> Don't really dig it. Like your soil, you know how you like soil and stuff. <laughs> so yes, the so the beauty of God is absolutely in the soil. I have seen the coolest soils in the world. Like, like what makes the soil cool? Also, different colors and like different textures and ev- like so when soil is formed, it like forms like cake layers, kind of, but okay. they're not perfectly even Uh they're like kind of wavy sometimes or really wavy in other places and so there's you can get contrasting colors like i've seen pink soils really really red soils blue soils purple soils like in green soils around here um so here i've seen mostly like red and tan and darker colors at the surface and the only time that i see like grays and blues and greens is if we're in like a really wet environment Interesting. Yes. So cool. Does it make you want to travel to another country yes. to see what their soil's yes. like? So, like the first thing you do when you get off the plane, like, hey, I'm going to need to dig a hole. Yes. <laughs> yeah, do you do like pores or how do you? Yeah. So like a, I prefer to do um, like backhoe pits because okay. you can see more, but I do have an auger so I can do cores. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Hmm. It's a lot of upper body strength. It's not fun. <laughs> but I <laughs> yeah. mean, get back into the exactly. working out. So it'll be really <laughs> easy for you. Yes. True that. True that. All right. This is from Sandy Atkinson. Hi, Sandy. Hi. Love the name Dirt Diva. Thank you. Thank you. Question one. Mm-hmm. So what got you interested in soil? We answered that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we answered it. So briefly, it was the interest of soil was, mm-hmm. what was it? I the, the one class. Yeah. At the oh, yeah. The one the class crowd. at the Ball State. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Number two. What do you do, if anything, at Ball State to encourage more females to explore mostly do- male-dominated field? Mm. We need more strong yes. females leading the way for others to follow. Yes, 100% huh. agree. Um, I think just seeing a woman in a position in a male-dominated field makes them feel more comfortable to enter into it. I spend a lot of time with my students uh, mentoring them and taking them out in the field and, and just making sure that their knowledge base is really good so that even if they get in a situation where they have a lot of condescending peers in any mm. way, shape, or form, um, knowing their stuff gives them the confidence they need. Hmm. Wow. Competence. Yes. That's a good question. Is key. Competence is key. Yes, it I is. Like that a lot. Hmm. Our next one is from Emily Miller. Hi, Yay. Emily. <laughs> She's also answered this question twice because I accidentally <laughs> sent it out twice, which I'm really glad you did because then I wouldn't have known that you weren't coming anyways. So she has a comment. Okay. You are such a beautiful person, Aww. literally such an amazing mother and friend. I love you. <laughs> With balancing work, family, personal life, etc. Yeah. What's the best way to center yourself when you feel overwhelmed or out of sorts? Wow. Uh, worship. I literally lock myself in our bedroom. Without the kids. Without the kids. <laughs> and I'm just like, I need you right now because I'm losing my mind. <laughs> like there, or I go out to the barn and I talk to God there because like, yeah. With the animals. Yeah, that's so peaceful. Mm-hmm. Just being with them. Yeah. Um, so Tammy Dennis kind of asked the same thing um, earlier. What was one thing that sent her on her dirt path? <laughs> On her dirt path. Soil path. Soil path. We found Soil path. Yes. Get it right, Tammy. And Peggy Eads also asked, what prompted Jesse to choose that field and profession? 
I know it's such a you have it's, to ask that question. Mm-hmm. Do you get that a lot? It. Yeah, well, I do. Did we talk about what made you go the the sewage route? Like the oh no, um, oh, no. I, about that. so I I I specialize in an area of soil science that not very many people specialize in, and it's um, like soil pedology, soil morphology, how it forms. And, Whoa, those um, are big words. They're so fun. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. Yeah, like I love studying how soil forms. Um, and you can really see the work of God in it. Like it's really beautiful. And so um, not a lot of people do that. And the whole time that I was studying like clay mineralogy and like all the stuff that goes into that, um, I... I kept getting told there's no job in this. There's no job in this. Mm. This is an area of soil science that doesn't really lead to a job anymore. And I just kind of felt like I was supposed to stay in it. Well, lo and behold, you get to Indiana and it's an, <laughs> a huge need for that here because wow. there's so many rural homes that have to have a septic system because there's no sewer. So you mm-hmm. have to have knowledge of how the soil forms so that you can figure out how water is going to move through it that comes out of Whoa. people's homes. Yeah. So I totally believe that it was like God actually leading me into that area of soil science because he knew I was going to end up here. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And there's so a lot cool. of personal choice that goes into it too, but. Mm-hmm. Right. I believe everything happens for a reason through his yes. hand. Yes. Mm. And then we have one more question. This is from Grace Diamond. Oh, Grace. Hi, Grace. (laughs) Has learning and teaching about soil taught you anything that you have found special about God's creation? Also, chirp, chirp. <laughs> chirp, chirp. Is that the thing? Uh-huh. Is this the thing? Chirp, chirp. Oh yeah, yeah. I low key know the whole fight song. You do? I do. Unfortunately, that is amazing. <laughs> I have to. I am really bad. Team fight for Ball State. We <laughs> must win this game. Onward now, you Cardinals. Bring glory to your name. Fight, fight, fight. Here's to both your toes too. I'm going to. No, dang it! I went to Purdue. Oh. I know those both. You're so amazing. <laughs> I know both of them. Well, chirp, chirp. Oh. That's amazing. You know more than I do. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, why aren't you chiming in? Because uh, I read it at graduation every time. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I forget the question. I do too. I'm sorry. Something about the beauty. <laughs> no, it's okay. Oh, yeah, the chirp, beauty. Chirp. It was a really good question, it too. It was a good chirp, question. Chirp. As a leading, look, sorry. <laughs> learning and teaching about soil taught you anything that you have found special about God's creation? Absolutely. Um, watching the intricate details that have been put into soil formation that allows life to live above the surface, water Mm -hmm. to be filtered so that we can drink it. Like there's so much that goes into it. Like he had so much detail into the creation of earth as a place for us to live. It's phenomenal. The more you learn about it. Does it often make you think like, how can scientists or other doctors or just anybody not think that there is a God because there is so much into it like how would this just come about like absolutely actually the more i read the bible the more i see proof like there's so much that goes together between the bible and science and a lot of people try to argue against that yeah and i someday i'm gonna write a book about that because Mm -hmm. there's so much science that proves the bible and so much what is the book aligns with people might want to know do you remember 
Oh, no, no, no. no she I wants to write, write a book. book. Oh, you want to yeah, write yeah. it? I was like, oh. I don't know what book. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the a book soil to and be the savior. sold. Yeah. The Ooh. Soil and the Savior. That's great. You heard it first here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-order. <laughs> iLife.com. Yes. <laughs> or whatever our website is. LifeOnExtend.com. <laughs> That's what I meant. Okay. So we are done with the questions. Oh, so cool. Wrap up the question time All right. Us. Well, the questions you just heard about, you just heard about, there we go, you just heard about <laughs> are you. from our texting group. So we've got a texting group that each week we send out uh, who's going to be on, um, just some information about them. And we want you to be on our texting group. So you can text podcast to 260-408-8383. That joins us into your group. It joins you into our group. There we Mm -hmm. go. Um, so you can send in questions, you can share comments, um, but we want you guys to be connected and engaged. So again, that's 260-408-8383. Um, so we can stay connected. Yeah. Text us. So thank you so much for coming on. We are going to have to have you come again. Like this is going to be a thing. Yeah. So Cause much. we, I want Mike to interview you too, yep. because okay. it is super like, this I just was super, hear his giggle. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this was super fun. And I think we're more fun than him, but I I think he does interview very well. And I would like to hear what he has to get out of you, but thank you for coming on and to everybody watching and listening, share, like, subscribe. So I put this out on Thursdays. So look for it on Thursdays on our social media, YouTube comes out on Wednesday on YouTube, but on social media, we want you to like it and share it. And that helps us get the word out there and it helps it get into somebody's hands that may not know Jesus, that may connect to Jesse's story. And that's how the gospel is shared. So if you would like, comment, share, like our YouTube page, anything helps, everything helps. Yes. So thanks again. Thanks for coming on and be looking for a part two with Mike. Thanks again. Thanks, Corinne, for coming on. And we'll see you guys next week. See you. Bye.